Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Nothing Impossible. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Calhoun and Travis Sheridan on News Radio 1120 KMOX. Do you feel the Amazon fever, Travis? I think there is. There is definitely a fever for Amazon right now. I mean, uh, I've seen the hashtag Amazon to STL uh, trending in my Twitter feed quite a bit. Yeah, people are excited about it. Not just here, obviously. That might be a little bit higher here than some other places. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think everybody is like in a fervor for Amazon. Oh, these cities. Some cities have sent cacti to Seattle. Others have th- said, we'll change our name to Amazon Georgia if you'll put your headquarters here. So there's a frenzy going on. There is. And uh, and we're going to talk about that frenzy uh, today because uh, everybody else is talking about it. So why shouldn't we? And the show is called Nothing Impossible. So maybe it is possible to get Amazon's mm-hmm. Headquarters number two here. So we'll go inside the St. Louis bid. Sheila Sweeney, the president of the St. Louis Economic Development Partnership and Vice President Katie Jamboretz will be here to talk us through what St. Louis may be proposing to Amazon for those 50,000 jobs, billions in investment, and uh, a second headquarters for Amazon. Yeah, and it will be game-changing for whatever city gets it. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we'll talk a, a little bit about that. Uh, speaking of game-changing, we're going to talk uh, just at the end of this segment, we're going to jump right into Hyperloop, mm-hmm. which is uh, the easiest way to get to Kansas City, possibly. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think the total would be 25 minutes from here to there. And this is the brainchild of Elon Musk, who's behind Tesla. He's trying to launch people into space. A uh, big inventor, you know, these yeah. days. Renaissance man, I suppose. And so let's uh, let's bring in Andrew Smith, who's the vice president of innovation and entrepreneurship at the chamber. And he tells us about Hyperloop, what it is and how Missouri got back into the deal. I think Missouri has always been in the mix. If you uh, look at the initial release that came from Hyperloop, Missouri was one of the finalists. Now, we weren't one of the winners of the competition, uh, but that's really kind of an unimportant distinction. Um, What matters at this point is where is the first Hyperloop going to be built? And with this announcement, the formation of the coalition, a public-private partnership, a strong endorsement from MoDOT, uh, what Hyperloop One is telling us is that we're very much in contention, if not right at the top of the list. And for people who are like, what is Hyperloop again, and why do why do we need MoDOT and St. Louis Area Regional Chamber and University of Missouri and the state, and why do all these organizations need to be involved, in, and what is this again? Sure, so Hyperloop is really the most revolutionary um, new technology in infrastructure and transportation in the last 50 years, I would say. And, I mean, to put it simply, um, a Hyperloop route between Kansas City and St. Louis would allow you to travel from one side of the state to the other in 25 minutes, which is less time than it takes to commute to downtown from Chesterfield. So what you're doing effectively is creating a single metro area that includes a major research university, Washington University, all of our assets in life sciences, biosciences, plant and animal sciences, uh, with about 5 million people. 
Uh, so the implications for economic development, for attracting entrepreneurship and innovation are huge. Uh, the reason that we wanted to build the coalition is because Hyperloop One has made it very clear that um, the winning, if you want to call it the winning location, is going to be the one that really best organizes public and private sector support around this. And we have that now. Where do things go from here? Sure. So uh, we've been engaged with Hyperloop for the last two years through MoDOT. Um, where we are right now is we need to raise $1 to $1.5 million to do a feasibility study, an engineering feasibility study. Um, and that'll be managed by MoDOT. They'll do the RFP on it. They'll coordinate that process. But the funding has to come from the private sector on this. So that's really what the, the primary purpose of the coalition is at this point. Um, Hyperloop One has indicated that if we raise the money for the feasibility study and go ahead and commit to that, that we will be one of the very top sites that they're considering. Who do you envision using this? Daily commuters, perhaps? Could I live in Kansas City and work here? I mean, sure. In theory, you could live in Kansas City and work in St. Louis or vice versa. Um, you know, I live out in Chesterfield. It takes me, you know, on a good day, 40, 45 minutes to get from Chesterfield to uh, one Met Square. Uh, I could get from, uh, you know, from, from a location out in Chesterfield to downtown Kansas City in 25 minutes on Hyperloop. And I asked Andrew Smith of the Regional Chamber how being in this Hyperloop conversation might affect our chances for landing Amazon. It certainly doesn't hurt, right? I mean, if you're um, someone like Jeff Bezos, who is not only, you know, I would say arguably the world's most successful entrepreneur, uh, but someone who clearly wants to change the world for better, um, you're going to see a whole lot of proposals from a whole lot of cities that are just about ticking boxes. I think what you're going to want to do is um, have something that, that really distinguishes your city or your region and, uh, you know, shows that you're committed to being one of the most innovative places in the country. So what does distinguish our region for Amazon? We're going to talk to Sheila Sweeney and Katie Jambarets coming up next right after the break on Nothing Impossible on KMOX. And now, back to Nothing Impossible. Once again, your hosts, Michael Calhoun and Travis Sheridan on KMOX. Welcome back in, Michael and Travis with you. And you might think that we're in the running for like an all-star game or a the Super Bowl the or Olympics? something like that. Yeah, Not the, since 1904. <laughs> <laughs> the first American Olympics, though, Yeah, right here in St. That's Louis. That's right. Now, we're talking about Amazon and the big scramble across the country to land the HQ2, their second headquarters. Yeah, and uh, St. Louis is putting together they're putting together, speaking of all-stars, they're putting together an all-star team to really tackle this. Now we're really getting our, our sports metaphors all mixed <laughs> up, all-stars and tackling. Uh, but we have Sheila Sweeney and uh, Katie Jamboretz from the St. Louis Economic Development Partnership in studio to give us a little bit of background on uh, what this process has been like, what our, uh, what our odds might actually be, and if, are there people sleeping on cots at this point? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, ladies. Yeah, thank you both. Sure, happy to be here. And... Uh, we we don't have cots and Yet. we're not sleeping. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's no cots. That's yeah. why Nobody there's sleeps. No cots. That's okay. exactly right. But uh, but we have been putting long hours. But it really is uh, coming together as a really good and robust proposal that uh, we think Amazon will uh, really take note of and give St. Louis some spotlight. And it's uh, it's it's exciting and. Uh, it's also, um, you know, an ongoing in that it's it's going to be a document that we can all use for a long time to come as well. Yeah, this has been, I mean, the detail that Amazon gives in this RFP are their co companies don't do this usually. They don't throw open a national 
competition to every city saying, we'd like to put a headquarters somewhere. Tell us what you've got. <laughs> and and the level of detail that they have down to the, the transit that they want, the information they want on the workforce, the info they want on possible sites. How unusual is this? Well, it certainly to to be just throw it open to North America is unusual. Mm -hmm. Generally, things like this are honed down to a few cities or or they've hired a site selector or something. So the company doing it directly and that broad of a geographic uh, area is is probably unheard of. I I don't know of that happening ever before. Um, But I, I think Amazon certainly knows what they want and how they want things to come together. And so they they spelled it out for us, which on the one hand makes it really easy. On the other hand, you know, making sure that we we cover every question that they've had. I also is think it's time consuming. Part of the brilliance of the RFP and that it forces regions to come together very quickly um, on a deadline, assemble the best team. I mean, we say every day in meetings, we don't have time to fail. Like we make decisions <laughs> very right. quickly. We do. And I think that's been a great learning experience for St. Louis because um, it it just opened the door to some new collaborations that hadn't happened before. What was it? December, Christmas of 2014, 2015, the, the uh, Boeing scramble, right? The, right. Uh, uh, that was a time I, I remember a lot of people in the region coming together, putting a team together around the holidays to address this. Around the state coming together. Yeah. For does, Boeing. It, yeah. does this have state, a right. similar feeling to it? Maybe even, I don't want to say larger, but uh, just different? Similar? I, you know, it, it, it's similar in yeah. that there's there's a lot of uh, regional cooperation. It's It's a little different in that in that proposal, it was narrowed down, so mm-hmm. St. Louis knew, right. you know, sort of, you know, that w- that we were definitely in the game, whereas this is, you know, your first crack at getting in the game. So it's a little bit different, and and uh, um, it's, requirements it's broader. We're so specific to yeah. this. When you read the RFP, you realize that it is really calling on communities to be extraordinarily creative. The Boeing proposal was very straightforward. Um, the, the creativity part's been fun because we've had our brightest creative agencies step forward. A lot of them um, just offered right up front to do it pro bono. So we feel like we have like really um, creative geniuses working on how we package the message now that Sheila assembled the team. <laughs> yeah, who's on the team? Who's It's, it's like a who's who. Of, it seems like the creative firms and the architecture firms in town. Yeah, that that really is, and and uh, they um, they are putting together uh, a tremendous package that is backed by uh, you know a lot of our community leaders. Joe Buck is is uh, <laughs> you know recognizable nationwide as as many of the others are, but you know our we'll hear CEOs, from Joe coming up later in the show. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, good. Jackie Joyner Kersey. Yeah, Jackie Joyner Kersey. Um, uh, and you know Jim McKelvey, George Paz is is uh, you know chairing this for us uh, for the civic leadership and Andy Taylor, Dave Stewart, uh, Chancellor Wrighton from Washington U uh, and Suzanne Sitherwood. So, you know, I mean, just people have really stepped up uh, from civic leadership. And then uh, the, the, the really excellent part of the proposal, I think, is that the, the political leadership has also really, you know, set any personal or political interest aside and looked at it for what is really good for the St. Louis community. And so for the first time, 
that that I know of for a development project, not just a road or a bridge or or Metrolink, you know, but but a real development where we're able to put forth properties that are on both sides of the Mississippi River and, you know, that jointly St. Clair County, St. Louis City and St. Louis County can come together and put that forth. So is that a confirmation that the riverfront is the focus for this? I, I, I think we're at the point where we could say the riverfront is a focus for this because we did do an extensive look into about, I think it was 24 in total, uh, available sites and eliminated some of them because they didn't meet those uh, specifics that, that we talked about in the RFP. And then there are others that, that maybe do meet it, but when it came right down to it and and reading everything that Amazon wanted and what we have to offer, it really, you know, it, those sites are what checked all the boxes and really seemed to be the 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 transformational, the impactful, the creative element that Amazon is looking for. And, you know, but everywhere is going to benefit if we could mm-hmm. win this. So there's no site mm-hmm. that doesn't sure. work. They're going to be available for all those other businesses that are going to come. And there's also a gut check. When we first read the RFP, it was very clear that what they were looking for was an urban site with a large swath of available land. And we think we're one of the only ones that can offer it at an iconic downtown location that Mm. won't have to um, assemble a bunch of different properties. We have this Mm. incredible riverfront acreage that is ready for redevelopment. I just read from Portland, Oregon, they've got one site within the city limits, one site with enough space. That could work. And they'd have to go way vertical on that site to fit all 8 million or so oh, square nice. feet. So you're right. The, not a lot of cities have the amount of space. No, and 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 not, you know, in the center of some vibrancy and and um, just, you know, the. I mean, for me, I've always loved the river. And so, you know, just to be able to incorporate that in is is I think a tremendous asset for our proposal. What's what's going to make this? I mean, they're going to receive stacks upon stacks of these. Like other than a shiny folder, like what is really going to make the St. Louis proposal stand out? What is St. Louis's value proposition in this case? Well, some of those things we're just not ready to say yet because <laughs> we're not going to put that out until you know maybe we've we've put it in the mail and everyone else has as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But I think that uh, um, our ability to attract the talent, you know, mm-hmm. you know, from being in, in the world that you've been in for years now, Travis, yeah. you know, the, the, the talent in St. Louis and the, the people wanting to come here now and, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, they actually are coming, not leaving. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge part of it. And, uh, you know, our, our, uh, our capabilities of, of logistics, of people moving here, you know, just, just not only Metrolink, but, um, you know, but just other ways and, and the ease of, of uh, congestion, you know, you go to other cities and traffic congestion is mm-hmm. horrible. And in St. Louis, you know, we, we, you may think it is, but it's not. And, you know, just things like that. It makes doing business here easier. So, I, yeah. you know, I think we're pointing out some of those really basic things, too. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, the, the, the tremendous amenities we have, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, it, it all plays in. What do you think is, is maybe the homegrown impact of this with uh, 
St. Louisans who can be pessimistic sometimes, but hearing <laughs> the drumbeat of all of the positives that we have to offer Amazon, and we're going to hear on the show again from Joe Buck, the Hyperloop effort. We're going to hear from Chancellor Wrighton at WashU. Um, I've had a drumbeat of stories on the radio about Amazon each morning, and so... What do you think maybe lifting people's spirits in the St. Louis region and getting people excited about this, what's the impact of that, too? Well, you know, I, I said to my husband the other night at, at the end of a really long day, it was <laughs> kind of the middle of the night maybe I said it, that um, that I think once that this proposal is in, that it probably should be required reading for all of our high school students because it is a very uh, impactful document that shows all of the things going on in St. Louis regionally that that i i think people aren't aware of and so it's it's easy to be a naysayer it's much harder to say wow we have some really good things going on in st louis and let's work to make those better and push those forward Mm -hmm. and this document will point that out to everyone you know so it 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 is it is it's not only a going to be a robust and tremendous um uh uh look for amazon Mm-hmm. to to hopefully hopefully choose us but but it's also uh you know a point of pride i think when you start reading through all all that we're doing here we've got to get to a break but real quick you you've mentioned the word regionalism and working as a region uh so often already and from the very beginning you said this was going to be almost an unprecedented regional effort with nga it was st louis missouri side versus illinois side and and both sides are cooperating on this st Clair county and the city and st louis county what about St. Charles County and what about some of the other counties and, and what's the, the greater regional situation right now with this bid? I, I, our, our bid is regional and I think that uh, the, the other counties uh, recognize that um, while they may have sites that, that uh, will work in the overall proposal for St. Louis has capacity for you to join us here, you know, I think they realize uh, that that the river site is is the exciting site is what an amazon type of company would appreciate and and probably want to do more than any other site and you know so so uh, everyone's joining together because it's it's the best site um when you when you check all the boxes and answer all the questions and you know and then when there are others and you know you call that st charles county uh, they have some great sites there that that maybe will house other businesses and so you know amazon's not only looking at themselves but all 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 the all the come along Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. them and we have that capacity so they're an important part of what we're doing before we jump to a break i want to ask one additional question do you have a follow-up well i just wanted to say like an amazon in seattle for instance they're talking about 38 billion dollars of additional investments Beyond what Amazon has done with their 33 buildings, which have 24 restaurants in them, by the way, but $38 billion of other investments. You you have to imagine St. Charles County and the city and everybody's going to see part of that yeah. if there's yeah, something like, like Amazon. So here. my question is, like really leans to that. Uh, we win this. Like, let's just say we win this, right? All right. Five years from now, what does this look like? What is life after winning Amazon? Not five years, not from now, but from when they've opened. Why don't we hold on that thought? We'll do that after That's break. perfect to come out of the break okay. with. Yeah, we'll be yeah. right back with uh, the answer to that question on Nothing Impossible after this on KMOX. Finally. Finally. Yeah, finally. Download the all-new Radio.com app and listen to KMOX anytime, anywhere. Download it today for free. All right, welcome back to Nothing Impossible on KMOX. Michael Calhoun and Travis Sheridan. And we're going to break out the crystal ball. 
Uh, we have won the bid. Amazon is here. They are opened. Uh, it's this great. is not breaking news. This, this is, is not breaking news. <laughs> this yeah. is the crystal ball. Actually, Mike, Michael, just replay this in like five right. years. Like yeah. this Keep is the, right. Keep this tape. Yeah, right. we're back with a, no. Uh, but Sheila and, and Katie, uh, five years from now, we win this. What does it look like? What's the future look like with with this win? I think our airport looks packed <laughs> so much so that we think. We, we uh, w- wow, how are we going to get all these flights in and out of here? I think the density is downtown. It becomes um, an extraordinarily vibrant riverfront. And I think Amazon has transformed the way we educate our kids. I think they have such a vision on how you train kids from the youngest ages to be inquisitive and creative and to uh, pursue their passions and do smart work, I I think they could transform our education system. In fact, at the last East-West Gateway meeting, Jefferson County Executive Ken Waller said, we're all going to, if Amazon has 50,000 of these workers here, we're all going to benefit. They're going to live all over the place. And in fact, Amazon, gosh, I think I've slept with this RFP over the last (laughs) month or so. Is that your pillow these (laughs) days? Yeah. They want to know specifically your K through 12 education programs in the region computer science and STEM and that sort of thing. We think this we have some regional, programs yeah. that can scale up. I mean, I think that's what's exciting. Uh, Ginger Imster on our team is um, really brilliant at understanding the educational resources in St. Louis and our head of innovation. So she sees the business student connection. But Launch Code is something Jim McKelvey says he can scale it up. If he has uh, a company the size of Amazon, he can scale that up. Uh, Parkway has Spark. I mean, <laughs> there are some really brilliant programs that are starting to take off that could scale i uh i guess i'd feel less guilty because now i'd be buying local is that true like if oh. i buy from amazon and their headquarters <laughs> their second headquarters here is that technically buy local at that point i think it is okay good well, that's like a budweiser's a local beer right? that's right, right? Yeah. yeah it's brewed right here yeah uh in terms of the um a serious question about the perception of st louis and some of the protests that we've seen lately and the national headlines how does that play into the sales pitch for St. Louis? I think we face it head on. I think um, what we know about Amazon is they intend to have an incredible impact on the community they partner with on this. And I think there's nowhere they could have greater impact than St. Louis. Uh, we have some real race issues in this town. We have some real issues of people getting left behind in the new economy. And I think bringing this scale uh, of a project, these many jobs to town, um, if we tackle it in the right way, could be really transformative um, for the region. And more than anything, I just think this is a total reset of the way we think about St. Louis. I think this Mm -hmm. gives us a chance to just think about um, what we do differently in the future. Well, I think, uh, Sheila, you mentioned this. This not only is this project or this proposal, a proposal for Amazon, but it's crafting a new narrative for the region as well. And like you said, you want this to be mandatory, require reading for all the grade school kids. Uh, is there a, without letting the secrets out to our competitors out there, is there a theme that's starting to present itself as you're putting this together, uh, a regional theme? We always, Katie, we've talked a lot about regional branding and, right, and a message, right. but is there a theme that you're noticing as you're putting this proposal together? Well, it, 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 it's, it's very uh, imaginative and creative. Mm-hmm. We think that it it does look to the future and that it answers Amazon and, mm-hmm. you know, not only your five-year question, but your 30-year question. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, when it comes to, to any racial strife that we have in St. Louis, 
we address that, um, that, you know, we are doing things. Here's what we're doing now to try to deal with it. It's not solved. And it is an ongoing issue for us that we recognize. And we're not asking you to come and be our savior here Mm -hmm. because we're working on it. But we're saying if you do come here, you can be part of a solution that we're working hard on and 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 that and you know it's a national problem it's mm-hmm. not just a st louis problem uh while right now the timing is focused on us once again it, it's uh it, it it's something that we think amazon may look at as as a part of the impactful uh, uh company that they want to be that they state in that RFP. Yeah, I think it was uh, Dustin McKesson from uh, over in uh, Old Post Office in, in St. Charles wrote a nice piece on Inc.com about mm-hmm. the role that Amazon could play, a, uh, a bigger picture role in in some of the challenges in St. Louis. And I would agree that uh, there is no company that's going to come in and be the savior. The solutions are probably right in the in our neighborhood already. Uh, and I think part of that talent attraction that you were talking about or the retention, I'm seeing a number of young people who are sticking around because they they want to address those challenges. You know, the Brown School at Washington University is churning out social workers uh, who want to go into these neighborhoods and 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 cha- uh, fix some of those uh, some of the challenges. And uh, and industry plays a key role in that and uh, it does have an economic impact. And you look at Centene, you know, you look at how they went in and built their call center, which they could have put anywhere in Ferguson right after um, all the social unrest that happened there. I think we have some corporate citizens in St. Louis that really understand um, how they can play a role. Well, 10 days left from this taping. T minus 10 days. T minus 10 days. Is that right? Okay. Get the Red Bull ready. Right? Who's counting? (laughs) Plenty of time. Crossing T's, dotting I's, right? right? Yeah. That's right. Well, and, and, uh, you know, we we have sent some to to some of the creative teams. So, you know, it's it's beginning to come together. The video, uh, Katie's had a, a, you know, an all-star lineup of of folks that have really stepped up and We should give a shout out to all the agencies that have done pro bono work. Rogers Townsend. Big Wide Sky, Elasticity, and um, Where Am I or Creative. I mean, they, they have Forum, put, HOK. Forum yeah. and HOK. I mean, we have had just such incredible support on this. And you you can't believe they all got around the table and there were no turf wars. It was absolutely like, what's my piece? I mean, our Mercury Films, which is doing a lot of the video work. I mean, every day he's like out doing new shoots I didn't even know about. He was the one who was up with Michael Calhoun doing the Joe mm-hmm. Buck interviews. And he keeps finding these different people who want to be involved and in going out. Um, he helped us line up Jackie Joyner-Kersey. So, I mean, it's just the whole thing's been fascinating. That's a, that's a fun team you've put together because you have, you know, you have elasticity. So you have like the the the, the brilliant mind of Aaron Perlett getting thrown in there to cause a wrinkle. And then you have Big Wide Sky with Elliot and his constant future focus. So if I'm asking about five years, I can only imagine what he's asking about. And then you have Roger Townsend, which is one of the the staples that's worked with the team, with your team for quite a while with 39 North and some of the work out there. So you are putting together this great team. And what other city has this many, a company like HOK saying, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, we'll pitch in, we'll We'll do pro bono work. Wow. Yeah, I I haven't seen it yet. A couple other people have, but the uh, HOK Forum Studios fly through is apparently spectacular, and I think fly that's what I'm rendering. Yes, so that's what I'm excited to show you and your listeners. Uh, we link it up on KMOX as soon as it's ready, and we're ready to put in the proposal. But uh, it it is visionary. Bob Clark, I just can't say enough about his vision. He yeah, he is involved in about. I can't even tell you, 20 different markets. He could have led this for any community. 
and and they would have loved to have had him <laughs> and and he was so dedicated to helping us because he kept saying i can see it we can win and i think that's what's made us just just double down every day well yeah. sheila and katie there's a tim hortons downstairs which has plenty of caffeine <laughs> you yeah. need to charge up on your way back that's right might... thank you so much for joining yeah, thank us you. thank you for putting this work together Certainly. and i look forward to reading you know once it's out and it can be shared with the public uh this new not only a pitch for amazon but a pitch for st louis so looking forward to seeing what that has to say yeah, thank you both you're welcome thank and you coming up the conversation continues we'll bring in joe buck and you'll hear from chancellor Wrighton as well as the Amazon pitch comes down to the wire, we'll keep talking about it on Nothing Impossible on KMOX. And now, back to Nothing Impossible. Once again, your hosts, Michael Calhoun and Travis Sheridan on KMOX. If Amazon chooses us, we believe that this will make St. Louis even more attractive and the eyes of young people will come and we believe that this provides a great setting for many talented people. Amazon will flourish here in St. Louis. Welcome back, Michael and Travis with you, and that's Washington University Chancellor Mark Wrighton weighing in on the chances of Amazon coming here. Obviously, Boston, for instance, is going to tout Harvard. Austin, Texas is going to say, we've got UT here, so... Washington University figures to play a big role in St. Louis's sales pitch. Absolutely. Speaking of the pitch, you had a chance to catch up with Joe Buck, and he had some thoughts on this as well. You know, the more I thought about it, the more I landed on it can really be their city, you know, and, and that's what I tried to convey in the video. I mean, we've got a lot of great businesses in town. Um, I think anybody who calls St. Louis their home wants to see it grow. And this could be a major opportunity and a huge step forward for St. Louis. So when they asked me, I, I jumped at the opportunity. But, but that's my sales pitch is you can come in here to St. Louis and this can really be your town. You know, Anheuser-Busch isn't what it was. Um, a, a lot of our identity business-wise uh, is gone. And so this is a major opportunity. I just, I, I hope they really look at it and really take it seriously because I think it could be really special for them to come into a city and and basically call it theirs. What's the lifestyle argument versus a Boston or a Denver that's fast growing or even if they've got employees who are in Seattle who might transfer here? What's what's the lifestyle aspect of St. Louis? Yeah, and I married a girl from Denver, so uh, I, I know how great Denver is. I hear about it uh, just about nightly uh, in my home, but I I think life's easy here. I, I, I like the idea that I can get around this town pretty much 20, 25 minutes anywhere I want to go. I can get out to the airport, and God knows I'm there a lot. I can have a 3.30 flight, and I can leave my house at 2, and I don't have to worry about running into a major traffic situation or uh, huge lines at the airport. I mean, that's the good and the bad of it, right? I mean, if we had... Uh, more of the business community, I, I, I think that airport will grow, which will be uh, a blessing and a curse. But I, I think life here is good. It's why so many Blues players and Cardinal players and Rams players back in the day or football Cardinals players back in the day, they get here and they come from all points beyond and they go, you know what, I, I like it. It's easy for my family. It's peaceful. Um, it's it's community-oriented. And uh, I, I think that's that's a big part of the sales pitch, too. It seems like 
We hear this about political candidates, I guess. St. Louis does really well one-on-one. An athlete moves here, they fall in love, and they stay. But in terms of the national perception, St. Louis just doesn't show up on people's lists. It's not top of mind. Do you think that's a challenge to overcome with this? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that's the biggest challenge. And a lot of the national headlines about our city haven't been favorable uh, over the last couple of years. So um, I, I think it's trying to reverse that trend and talk about all the good that is here and and I think really tremendous harmony. Um, you know, I, I think everybody, to be honest about it, everybody who lives in this city slash suburb would like to see more of a merger and would like to see more uh, reaching across the aisle almost, so to speak, between county and city. And uh, that's really, in my opinion, where this town has to go if it's really going to grow. So you bring a place uh, or a company in like Amazon, and I think it combines both those things, wherever they end up locating and then the people that they populate this area with, I, I think that can help with that web of trying to you know, bridge those two sides. And, and it's really one big city. You know, but I don't think anybody from you know, out in the suburbs, like where I, I don't tell people I'm from Ladue, I tell people I'm from St. Louis. And St. Louis is what we're looking at right now, that, the arch and the river and the ballpark, and that's St. Louis, and, and that, that should be more of the message. If you run into Jeff Bezos at a party, you walk up to him, you say, hey, Jeff, and where do you go from there? Can I borrow some money? Uh, I, I would go, first of all, I'm a huge fan of, of what they do, and whether it's uh, the practical application or even what they're doing video-wise, uh, I'm a huge fan of what they're doing. But I, I would say, look, Spend spend a couple of days in St. Louis. You know, don't just look at a video. The video's great, but I think you have to kind of be here and send some people in and, and have them spend a week. Um, and then we'll all cross our fingers and hope the weather's ideal when they show up. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that would, be, that would be our best sales pitch is to actually get here. And don't just read the headlines. Get here, walk around, feel it see what it's like in the county, see what it's like downtown, uh, and, and then I think you get a real indication as to what, how great this, this city is. And finally, how do you feel as a St. Louis native and you see the headlines, popular mechanics and Forbes and on and on saying St. Louis, fastest growing startup city, fastest growing for tech jobs, and you mentioned it used to be the brewery here. How do you feel about the, the evolution of the economy now? Well, I think that's great, and, and I think that's where this country is headed. So if St. Louis is headed there, that, that means that they're right in lockstep with where uh, the United States is going. So I, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I'm... And I'm so biased. I grew up in, in kind of this whole brewery mentality with my dad and his friendship with Gussie and then my relationship with August and with August the 4th and the stuff I've done for them. And, and then I saw what those executives did, not just for Anheuser-Busch, but I saw what those executives did philanthropically in the city of St. Louis. And, and that a lot of that chunk went away, which, uh, which is sad to me. So, again get people here, grow businesses. Those businesses have executives. Those executives have upper uh, echelon workers that get into the community and make the community better. That, that I think, is the exciting part from our side. All right. So uh, get your Twitter fingers going. Use the hashtag Amazon2STL and also hashtag STL Hustle. Yeah. Make your case. Tell Amazon why you think they should choose St. Louis and Will continue to keep on top of this deal have the latest in kmox news throughout the week and next weekend travis we might have the last word before the bid is submitted to amazon hey nothing impossible 
And we'll be back with more Innovation Conversation next week on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 